I'm giving it, uh, I think, a seven. Stern, sturdy seven. Why? <laughs> thanks for... <laughs> thanks for... <laughs> you just left me. <laughs> Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Reddit, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Comic Splash Pod. My name is Jack, joined here once again by Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, a bit delayed, but we're going to be running through uh, Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness today. So we have an existing take of this that we are almost certainly going to cut out because we it's are 20 minutes of garbage. The, we are, we recorded 20, I think two of it is just me laughing, but let's put some structure, let's put some, some real bones on this. But what did you think about it? How would you rate it? And then whatever else we do <laughs> well as we were joking and what will be removed from the pod it's been a long Struck time since we watched this <laughs> it's been a long time since we watched this movie but i'm gonna give it an 8.2 because i remember liking it a lot i don't remember a ton about it i mean the the it felt like a better mcu movie but not a great mcu movie it was like a solid 8.2 yeah, I'm going to give the movie, I think, a seven. Like, there was a lot there that I did like, but then the parts of it that I thought were kind of weak, they just really stuck out to me. Yeah, I mean, to me, there wasn't necessarily a lot of things I didn't like. It was more, it didn't have the same, for Multiverse of Madness, I expected a bit more madness, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I felt like the Spider-Man movie had some more like, whoa, no way, it's another Spider-Man. This movie, it was like, all right, like we're in this other world that's different than the normal world because like it's futury or bubbly. Like some of them were just stupid. Yeah. Or it was like Doctor Strange is evil. It's like I just I feel like they could have they could have had more characters. I mean, we got the Illuminati, which was sick, but like the Illuminati bit was cool. But then like that was probably one of the best parts of the movie for me. But there just wasn't a lot like. They could have gone real crazy with it. There could have been so many more characters that they could have thrown in there, even for like 10 seconds. Like, we only really got, what, like five people? Five people we didn't already know, I think, because we got Captain Carter, which was cool. And I saw a lot of people complaining about that online, which I had opinions about, but I'm not going to bring him here. And then the um, alt-universe Captain Carter. Yep. Professor and X. Professor X by... The great Patrick Stewart. And that was then, sick. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. That was sick. And then Mr. Jim from The Office. <laughs> yeah, just coming in and being spaghettied, turned to noodles. That that was one of the things I didn't like because if you're gonna if you're gonna be like blue balling us for f- Fantastic Four for so long, you gotta at least show me the stretchy. Like I, I I need to see a little bit of the stretchy before you turn him to noodles. And then Black. I mean, the noodles was a stretch. Black Bolt, yeah, yeah. I mean, good death. I think everyone online talked about that one, but yeah, I I have nothing that hasn't already been said. I guess they wanted to make Elizabeth Olsen so like powerful, so she just like shreds through them instantly. Yeah, they wanted to do House of M, which was just her being like, "Okay, I'm the most powerful reality rewriting person in the universe now," and yeah, I wanted to. It felt a little weak though, like how. 
I guess to me, like Reed Richards should not have just been like eviscerated in two seconds. That one felt weak to me. I was like, the other people put up like way more of a fight than him. He's supposed to be like the smartest man ever. He's supposed to basically be smarter than Tony Stark, right? Like, yeah. The dude's just like, haha, I'm spaghetti now. And he's just gone. I was like, well, that was weak. That fight (laughs) really felt like that was a fight because the script says put a fight here. Because we see Wanda just like take Black Bolt's mouth away and turn Reed Richards to ribbons. And yeah, then like how they and then they fight. fight. Yeah, it was and, weird. And then you fight. And it's like, no, we don't yeah. y- y'all missed the fight. Like Wanda's too good now. And also yeah, was... from a logistics point of that fight, and not logistics, but I guess if I were to make a decision as Reed Richards, smartest man in the world, why isn't Baron Mordo the only magic user you have? coming with you to fight the magic one why does he yeah, there's stay- just a lot there's a lot <laughs> about that that just felt weak like it, i just wish they had put up more of a fight honestly i know they want to yeah. make wanda look crazy but like i don't know i mean mission accomplished they they did that really well with the um the scene at camaratage yeah i mean she was op in this movie and it was great and i liked it but i guess my only to like Wong in this movie they were too mean to Wong in this movie. That's the only thing is I just wish they had done more. Like I think they're still afraid to go like totally crazy with the multiverse. Yeah, that's another thing. I think you were bringing it up in the now redacted first recording of this podcast. But I'm going to add that to our lost media bank with the Boba Fett pod. <laughs> <laughs> the lost episodes. The lost episodes. And then, but anyway, they kind of almost felt like they were scared to do the multiverse. And I think this was something that you were saying a long time ago, where whenever like someone's doing multiversal stuff, like it can just kind of be a put off and I don't want to really watch that. You're just going to do like this, but weirder and different in the funny world. And then we did kind of get a lot of that with America Chavez, who I wasn't huge on. I think the actor did a great job playing her, but I, I just wasn't big on the character. She felt to me so much like we have a Disney Plus show coming, so it's time to insert her into this movie so that show can exist. Yeah. And you have Doctor Strange, who's like magic. You didn't need if if the character was like someone like Captain America, right? Like then it would make sense. You need someone to like make the crazy stuff happen and sends them to different universes. But I feel like they could have just made Doctor Strange have figured out something to let him travel the multiverse. I think another big thing for it for me was America Chavez is basically acting as a MacGuffin in the movie where it's like Wanda wants to absorb her powers so that she can travel the multiverse and like essentially kidnap some poor Wanda's child. And then, you know, that's her happily ever after, whatever. But then there is also another MacGuffin. Yeah. And then, like, Doctor Strange has to find two special books to be able to really defeat Wanda. And, like, you're traveling around to find the MacGuffin while protecting the MacGuffin. And it's just like, okay, you're the MCU. This is the really a broader point that I've been looking for a, re, a way to make. But I think here it fits really well. The MCU has run out of ways to really build tension anymore in that. They're not building to a Thanos anymore. And this multiversal stuff isn't really paying off for them the way I think they wanted it to. So either they're doing secret wars, which they brought up like multiversal breaches and all that, which if they are setting up for secret wars, that's how I would do that. But it's like it's almost like we don't care when we see something from the multiverse. Like it hit hard with Spider-Man because that was all our Spider-Man. It was hype is all get out. But then like. You're going to show me 
all the other universes that had a Doctor Strange, and it's like, all right, you know, I mean, like all of them. That's kind of all of them. They showed three. <laughs> they showed three, and that one of them is just like, I like the Dead World. I thought the Dead World was cool. That was cool. But I think it's, it, it's something that, seconds. yeah, it's it's something that I think fits best in, I guess, a TV show almost. Where we got yeah. Moon Knight, which Moon Knight felt like it could have been a movie, and this felt like. Either I needed to spend a whole hour in the green means stop universe to really like care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the trickiest part about the multiverse is it's like, I feel like people always think about like, oh, it's the characters that are making the multiverse. But like, yeah, part of it is like you just appear in a world and you don't have that much time with it. So it can feel really hollow and empty and then you move on. I and like to, to really accomplish that. And I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. You need to have a high tension of yeah. like, this is so bad that it's so bad that we have to be here and we have to be in this multiverse and it's it's just it's so bad and we don't have that we have like well wanda's really powerful right now and we have the special girl that she wants and we're basically just playing monkey in the middle for two hours yeah and, and it's like i can't like this, it, not, not even just that like part of me felt like the the tension didn't feel there that it felt like there was a lack of tension because this movie felt very welcome to the multiverse, even though I've already gotten that now, like twice. Like Loki showed us the multiverse. Yep. Now Spider-Man showed us the multiverse. This movie felt like it was the first time they were showing us the multiverse. Like it was very another, tame. Yeah, it was very tame. Good on calling it out. But another thing that I really had a problem with, I feel like the MCU in phase four could have gone two ways. Now that we're sort of in the middle of it, you could have been making Shang-Chi movies or you could have been making Eternals. Shang-Chi establishes its tension very well. It's carrying its narrative th with that tension throughout. And when you reach the climax of the story, that's where you hit. You hit right on that tension. You have it right on that dividing line. And then the payoff is great. And we like Shang-Chi and Shang-Chi rated very highly for me. Or you could make Eternals, which is bandying about with so many different plots and so many different internal tension points that at the end of the movie, what do you have? Oh, there's the um, the super evil thing that just rose up out of the ocean and also the prime mutant or whatever we were fighting in that one, Divergent. And then also Icarus is evil. And like, there's so much going on that it's just like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't yeah, fucking I don't care anymore. Mean. They're trying to raise the stakes, so it feels like sometimes they're throwing too many characters and plot lines into a movie. Like they, the MCU almost excels when they're like, it's funny because like their best movies ever are the exact opposite, and they are what we're describing right now that we say we don't like. But like some of these, <laughs> not every movie needs to be an Avengers team up movie. Like I feel like almost sometimes the MCU doesn't thrive when you add. It's a critique I've made of the DCU movies or DC movies before. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, I. But what's what's tricky here for me, like, I actually liked having Doctor Strange and Wanda in this movie together, but at the same time, it almost felt like it. I don't know. It's so weird. Wanda's feels good as a villain. I think we yeah. just needed more of like her villain arc. If that means, like, we had WandaVision, but WandaVision didn't do anything to make me feel like she was actually being evil. Yeah, I it agree. Was more I of like that. Line, like thought, thought it did, and I was like, I, I disagree. I am more on your side. I feel like it didn't make they her. They played it very totally sympathetically. Evil. Yeah, you felt bad for her by the end, and you didn't think she was going to become like super evil. Yeah, so then when she does, it's just like, oh, okay. Like we got the post credit scene where she's reading like the special evil book that I forget the name of, and it's the supposed Darkhold. to be like the Darkhold, and it corrupts everyone that reads it, and it's like that's 
like a cool concept that I think you could have explored in six episodes of WandaVision rather than exploring it in six seconds at the very end. Yeah, and I mean, I saw a lot of people online saying that people disagree greatly with what we're saying and think we're crazy for saying that, but I still am not convinced I'm on your side. Like, it just, the end of the, the show, WandaVision, yeah, she became so attached to her kids and they get, like, ripped away from her and she's absolutely crushed and has lost basically everything. But it's like, she also let everyone go. Yeah. Like, under her own power. And then in this movie, it's like, oh, by the way now, like, I am willing to just, like, suck the soul out of... I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to finish that statement. I have two suck jokes out of you now. I just almost said the worst thing ever. I'm going to keep going. Um, But basically, like, you're going to just, Suck your soul out? That's the cold open. Like, I just don't buy that she wants to murder this child and kill everyone on the way there. Like, she felt terrible afterwards and, like, was, like, felt bad. Now she's just, like, going to universes being like, you know what? I'll just remove your mouth and make you explode and die and I don't care. And it's like, I don't know. She just didn't feel like she became that evil that quickly. Like, in the real world, people just, like, sometimes suck. And it's, like, in movies, if you're just like, oh, this guy sucks, it always feels cheap. Like, the best villains always have, like, another arc that explains how they got there and, like, why they they want to do what they do. And for Wanda, it felt like, oh, she lost her kids, so now she wants to, like, eviscerate this child and steal another version of her. She lost her made-up children. It's, like, the lazy take I can see for Wanda, especially coming out of WandaVision, is... Oh, well, she did an evil thing in Westview, so she's just evil now. Yeah. And the fiction, and you mentioned this, just does not support that. She is giving Westview back under her own power. She's very much grieving and just is like grieving with a superpower set. Saves the people from another evil person also. Yeah, does a good, at at the end is redeemed. And then, you know, we pick her up here. And I I actually know, I read the mean book. I I read the special mean book and now I'm evil now. It, It. it's a it's a backdrop, really. It's a backdrop from WandaVision, I feel, because you can't blame this movie for that because they're given, basically, if I had to imagine how the writing room for this went down, it was like Kevin Feige going to Sam Raimi and being like, hey, Wanda's evil, Doctor Strange isn't. Wanda's evil because she's reading this special bad book. We're going to talk about it at the post credit scene of a 10-episode series, and you can pick it up from there. And Sam Raimi picks it up from there and does an all right job with it, but it's an established character. And so at least from my perspective, it's just her acting a little out of character and there's a lot of dissonance there. Yeah. I feel like maybe if WandaVision had ended a little different, I would have felt less about this. It didn't really ruin the movie for me though. It's like sometimes my critiques of the MCU are about the actual universe itself. The movie itself I liked. I like if I got over how we got to this movie and the movie was self-contained and I just assume Wanda is evil and is not redeemable, I liked it had great yeah. aspects of like it felt like a horror movie which was awesome which is very rare for the mcu a lot of very raimi up. very cool i hope we get more <laughs> of that because like i think i've seen enough super people get punched and then just undamaged like just you gotta like, keep raising the stakes yeah and you know what the, the multiverse is a great excuse to do that because you can yep. just kill someone now and there could be another version of them somewhere else that could help you like you don't have to be afraid to kill someone anymore which i think i hope like that's uh, that was probably the most another, refreshing another thing, thing to take out of context for you there you don't have to be afraid to kill anyone there's a multiverse <laughs> <laughs> but like it's going down in the tyler manifesto no but you know what i mean like it can feel cheap if you just introduce people from the multiverse and only kill them but like it yeah. does open up the world i liked that people actually died in this movie 
Exactly. And like important people. It's not just like there's a joke running around in a discord I'm in called it's me, Blorco, where <laughs> the MCU oh, yes. will oh, yes. at the end of the movie I'm relate to that one at the end of the movie. Well, I'm explaining the joke now for my wider point. Will at the end of the movie, the MCU will go and you'll have your credit scene and then bam, guy opens the door and goes, it's me, Blorco, and then cut. <laughs> That's so true. That is how a lot of these post That's how a lot of these movies go. And like you, you can't just keep introducing and killing a Blurko every time you want to go into the multiverse. Yep. Because yeah, no, I'm just going to go, that's your that. Blurko. <laughs> I am worried they're going to do that. It's it's going to be way too easy just to kill multiverse people. I was actually more saying, like, they didn't do it in this movie. I hope that they're not as afraid to kill main MCU characters and just be like, oh, yeah, but there's another Thor out there. I wish Tony Stark was Reed Richards in this movie. That would have hit a lot harder. Uh, Yeah, I think they're super afraid to use Iron Man. I think Iron Man's just super expensive. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I guess it probably would be a waste to use him in like the Doctor Strange movie. I'm sure they're going to do it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it being Reed Richards. I thought it was cool. I also, one thing I don't think we've touched on really at all. We've been negative, but we both gave it a pretty positive review. I did. This movie felt like like it's set up a lot of stuff like huge moments uh, like one mutants confirmed in the mcu now like you literally had professor x on the screen he's dead now but you know what i'm fine with that like we don't need to use the same actors <laughs> he's dead because from... you blurcoed him but go off <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like they exist fantastic four has now been set up they exist well, at least fantastic uh, three <laughs> it's a fantastic three and apparently his widowed children if they're doing the future foundation and killing, I can't, I can't. That's, we've had too many tangents already. Too many tangents. But like, I want, I wanted to make a point like that. <laughs> I wanted to make a point that to the MCU, if you're listening, which I've seen our numbers, you are not. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're doing Fantastic Four, I beg you, please watch Incredibles. Just watch the Incredibles, because the I watched Incredibles the other day. That's a fantastic fucking four movie. It is. <laughs> it's a it's power set. It literally is. Just redo it. I'll be so happy. But anyway, what I liked about it, I Doctor Strange has a really fun move set that we don't see enough of. And I think every time he comes into a movie, he's just like doing a new thing. And I like seeing the new thing. So big big ups on that. I liked Wong. <laughs> I liked Wong in this movie. Wong was being great like, story. yeah, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme and I gotta lead all these people. And then, you know, losing because Wanda's been reading the bad evil book and then like having to redeem himself. I think that that's a really cool way to take the character, even though I think at the end, he doesn't really have a lot of growth because of it. No. I still liked to see, I still liked seeing it. Then he's a good side character. He's a really good side character for the MCU. I like that they're putting him in more stuff. What else did I like? I liked a lot. The problem is it's been a real long time since this movie. I like the romantic subplot of like, yeah, we both liked each other for a long time and we like still do, but it's just never going to go anywhere. And that's a constant throughout all the universes we go to. It's like, oh, damn, rough, dude. Last, last. I, w- I wanted to do five. What did I, what else did I like? If I have to think about it this hard, there can't have been, there couldn't have been that much. It's been a while since we've seen this movie. I know. Ooh, I, think... I, liked, I liked the Ultron drones from. Oh, those the, are um, cool. Yeah. The, the good callback to the like comic style. Yep. That'll round I, me out. That's all. I, that's all I can talk about for things I liked and I remembered. Something I liked in this movie is it felt, I don't know, it felt not MCU. It's probably the Sam Raimi effect, like because he makes his movies his own, and like yep. I, 
I really hope they're learning from like Thor Ragnarok. Now this, I really, and Guardians is a good example of it too. I hope they finally realize like you can make all of your movies like this. You don't need an MCU cookie cutter director. You don't. You super don't. And in fact, it's better when you don't have it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it works out well. Like Shang-Chi was a pretty MCU cooker cooker. Yeah. Cookie cutter. Cookie cutter. (laughs) But for the most part, those movies flop. Yep. It's rare. Like Eternals was a cookie cutter one. Flopped. Flopped. Hard flopped. Like people like superhero movies. They're supposed to be like fun. Like let the director have fun with it. You can have a super consistent universe with rules and stuff and still have fun. Exactly. And these are at the end of the day, you know. You're not making high art. I'm gonna let this car pass. No, you're not. They're they're ki- they're kids' movies. Like they're that's basically what they are. So like they can be fun. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, with the MCU, you have to recognize you're making popcorn movies. Like you're not making a movie to be the next big auteur. You're not like you're not breaking new ground here. Like get your legs, have fun with it. Take what TD did it. Go do it. You know, like you can't. Yeah, and the cookie cutter flops too. So like if they go crazy with it and it flops, like well the cookie cutter the flops, flops because they take it too serious. Like that's what I mean. But you know what I mean. Like say say you go crazy with it and it flops and people hate it. Like well people hate some of the cookie cutter movies too. Like the, the gift of the MCU is you release so much shit that it's okay if you screw up. So like it's have more of these ones where you go a little wild with it. Exactly. I think go a little wild with it. Also, don't be afraid to tell a self-contained story. Yes. Like not everything has to be a existential threat. Exactly. I think Marvel was at its best when it was just self-contained movie at the end. Here's where, here's how it's going to tie into the next one. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. With a breadcrumb of existential Thanos. Exactly. Like a little... A little carrying trail. I think they are getting to that point again. Like, I felt like they were a little lost, but like, it's starting to make sense to me what they're doing. Like, they're giving us breadcrumbs of like, here's the different things that could get screwed up in the multiverse. Here's a TVA that used to exist that keeps the multiverse from going crazy and they happen to be gone now. And like, Feige confirmed that like, at this point in time in Doctor Strange, the TVA events have already happened which is why yep. nothing gets fixed. So like they're giving us like these little breadcrumbs of like, oh, if this thing happens, then you end up with the two worlds. Like one of them ends up getting destroyed. Like they're slowly giving us that. And I feel like they were lost for a bit. And the more that they build with this, like ways the multiverse can get screwed up. Like, I think there's definitely room for some pretty good movies down the road from here. Like some really exciting things. Like I think once Kang is really like in the big screen and not just in loki like there could be some sweet storylines they could do you can do a lot of stuff i'm also applying the lens of having watched all the marvel movies before this one and understanding the thanos plot to sort of put on my rose-colored glasses and go yeah it was really good when you guys were doing that but now it's bad and not stepping back and realizing like it was kind of the same when we were at this point before thanos too yeah that's true i mean people forget there was a lot of a lot of dud in between there. There was a, there was a Thor too. Yeah, and honestly, these movies besides I did really didn't like Eternals, but most Eternals of these, is this runs Thor too. Most of, yeah, most of this these this movie. Have, if I had a if I had to give it something, it's like the Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah, like it's good. It's it's, it's a fun. good movie. Yeah, I like, and that's okay to have a lot of just good MCU movies. They don't need to all be Spider Mans. We already got our Spider Man. That that was this round's crazy movie. That was going to be amazing. So and you guys executed. That's all you had to do to win me for twenty twenty two. I feel like that we didn't go crazy. 
they're gonna go crazy in depth in this pod because it's been so long but i feel like that's that's my takeaway from the mcu right now is like spider-man was our the best movie we're probably gonna get for this round of movies i like where the multiverse is going and i look forward to the first like avengers-esque meetup movie because i think it's gonna be something special exactly keep it keep i guess keep it up tweak it a little bit and like it should be fine yeah and you have a personal pledge from me and jack that from now on we're only going to we're literally just gonna not do a pod if it's been 10 days since we've seen the movie if it's if it's been more than 10 days this was bad i think it's been like 20 it's it's maybe been over a month it's been a month yeah (laughs) we were like let's do the pod we were literally leaving the theater and we're like pod tomorrow and you're like yeah (laughs) here we are a month later (laughs) I'm definitely doing some. We gotta, we gotta end this one though. Um, yeah. So I guess, guys, see you in the next one. We're gonna do a Kenobi next, and I guess we'll see you there.